0: Warning, this episode contains MCU spoilers and may contain leaks and rumours for upcoming projects, so please stop listening if you don't want to hear these.
1: Welcome to the Daily Bugle Podcast.
0: Hi, I'm Seth, and I'm Ollie. Today's episode is going to be a character review on Rocket and Groot, who have been in five movies: Guardians of the Galaxy One, Guardians of the Galaxy Two, Infinity War, Endgame, and and the recent Thor: Love and Thunder.
1: Plus, I'm going to throw in a small Ant Man three theory for after watching the movie, so it may just spoil us. Also, just to clarify. When we say Groot, we're going to be talking about original Groot, so adult Groot, and also his kind of son who is baby Groot and grows up to be teenage Groot, and then is going to be the other adult Groot who looks different from first adult Groot, because they're technically different Groots, so yeah.
0: Also, at the end of the episode, we're going to be doing the uh, trailer review on the most recent Guardians of the Galaxy 3 trailer. <laughs>
1: After watching Ant-Man and the Wars of Quantumania, there's a theory which I just want to mention from like, from watching the movie. And that is that I think the Kang in the movie is exactly the same person as he who remains. I don't think they're different variants. As in, I don't think they're variants of each other. I think they are the same variant. In the movie, when he's sh- showing Janet... What he would do, he kind of shows. The more he had turned the mold for us into a ring, exactly like what, uh, what's his name? He who remains does forsake the sacred timeline, and also, he who remains mentions well. He says, "I'll see you again," and that like if Sylvie stabs him, he'll just end up back there, which is kind of what was shown in Ant Man and Wasp Three. Because even though he was kind of spoilers, of course, and stuff, so like shrank down into the power source at the end of the movie, I think that actually led to him being he who remains. I'll explain why. In he who remains backstory, basically he said that in the multiversal Mald- war, and there was variants fighting variants, and then that he found or. Well, he doesn't really say how if I can fix but he just says he found Eliath and used him to conquer the other variants and then just create a sacred timeline. And I think that the Council of Kangs exiled Kang, the like one in the movie, to a Quantum Realm and then he just, because his time powers wouldn't work there, that's also why like, just the Ant-Man people could defeat him. And then that when he was shrank down into the power source thing, I think that's where Kang will find Elioth. And then from then, he'll be able to use Elioth to defeat the other Kangs and rise to becoming he who remains. But in this time, I think in the Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars, the Avengers will manage to stop him, or Doctor Doom will manage to stop him or something, so yeah. I think Keeper Remains is the same variant as Kang in Ant Man 3, which it's already won before, and that it seemingly couldn't happen again, but it might not. Also, a theory concerning Kang and from after watching Quantumania is that in the post credits scene where we see the Council of Kangs and the three main Kang variants, which are all from the comics, are Mortis, Rama Tatva, Pharaoh and Scarlet Centurion, the cyborg-looking one. I think that in the Fantastic Four movie, they are going to create either a time travel or multiversal travel device, or kind of a mix of both, and then use it to, or accidentally, it's going to accidentally send them back to ancient Egypt, and then they're going to fight Ramatat, or a variant of Kang, who is in the... Egyptian time, because in the comics they go back in time and that's actually the first time anyone meets Kang, and it's when they fight Ramatat in ancient Egypt, and that's what leads him to becoming Kang the Conqueror in his future, but yeah, so I think that would be a good way to connect for A, the Fantastic Four and the but also them to Kang, and show how partially Kang's backstory. <laughs>
0: so now we're going to be telling you some interesting facts about Bradley Cooper who's a voice actor for Rocket he was born on the 5th of January 1975 and is currently 48 years old he's been nominated for eight Oscars also Cooper didn't always want to be an actor when he was a kid he dreamed about being a ninja And finally, he is well known for his performance in 2018's A Star is Born.
1: Now for some films he shares with other MCU actors. In He's Just Not That Into You, he is joined by Scarlett Johansson. And he acts alongside Paul Rudd in Wet Hot American Summer. Furthermore, in American Hustle, both him and Jeremy Renner are actors in the movie. And finally, he with fellow Gardens of the Galaxy Kursazo Saldana. He appears in the film The Words. Now for our opinions on Rockets. First up Seth, what's your favourite piece of equipment that he uses?
0: My favourite rocket piece of equipment is probably his nanobot welder, which I didn't know what if it, it was called it's the thing he uses in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, like the spray which repairs a ship. What's yours?
1: Mine is the gravity mine, which is technically Star-Lord's, but I like it when Rocket uses it. He kind of like it. alters it. Yeah, and basically it's the thing which either throws people up in the air or sucks them in.
0: That's in the song. Yeah. Where, yeah. In so Talking two.
1: about this song. My favourite song, which Rocket is in, if you get what I mean, is Southern Nights and... I just think it's a really, really fun, and that's when he uses the Ravager mind.
0: That's same as me. You can't really beat that for a rocket song. It just well, works so but... well for the actual scene. Yeah.
1: For my fight, favorite fight scene is is another contender the songs, which is on the Ravagers' ship. We've come a little bit closer, and I like when rockets in the kind of Ravager control room with. I think it's picking Katie with guns which he stole, and he's just spinning around yeah. and using the cameras and monitors to shoot the Ravagers' approaching.
0: My favourite fight scene is probably, it's kind of half fight scene, half escape scene. So it's just in the kiln when he's shooting his gun, he's like, oh yeah. And then he's shooting lots of people, and then obviously he goes up into the tower. All the gravity stuff, yeah.
1: Now what's your favourite line, probably?
0: Like I, I know there's probably better ones, which don't really come to mind yet, but from the top of my head, probably it's when, at the start of guys of Galaxy 1, what when they is. all meet. Yeah. When he goes, I live for the simple things, like how much is this going to hurt? Yeah, and then shoots Star-Lord, mm-hmm. is, it? Or is it, gonna... it? It is Star-Lord, Star-Lord yeah. is it? shoots Star-Lord from like, a really big, long range. Yeah. And what his guns,
1: you? like, extended. Yeah. Is it? Mine is a slightly more sad one, which is in Guns Regats Galaxy Volume 2, which, if I'm correct, was the first MCU movie I ever saw. And it's when Rocket says, I'm sorry, I can only afford to lose one friend today. Like, everyone's asking him where star Where's Lord Quill?
0: Is. Where's Quill? <laughs> yeah.
1: And then he's just big, yeah. crying and mm. well, well, sad. He's kind of thing. just weeping. Yeah, internally. It's, it's <laughs> funny
0: the way we're describing it, though. Yeah, yeah so... Yeah. yeah.
1: Now for some Vindiesel facts. First of all, his real name is Mark Sinclair.
0: He has three children.
1: He is fifty five years old.
0: He is best known in his in for his role in the Fast and Furious franchise.
1: His birthday is the eighteenth of July. He is
0: one hundred and eighty two centimeters tall.
1: His net worth is two hundred and fifty five million pounds.
0: Fun fact, I actually thought he was the same person as a rock for a while until I discovered my mistake about a few months about a few months ago. About three months ago. So now it's time for our opinions on Groot. What is your favourite version, e.g., kind of like baby, teenage, swole, or yeah. adult?
1: Swole is the a nickname for new or well, for second adult Groot. Which is gonna be um, yeah, for second. It, Gans, yeah. Probably baby, just because, yeah, baby. White, right, like
0: same. <laughs> you just can't really beat so baby cute. Groot. Yeah. It's, he, he's one of the best characters yeah. ever, really.
1: What about your favourite quote?
0: angry
1: okay mine is i am good i'm good i am good
0: yeah i but don't yeah. actually know what i was saying just i am good
1: not we <laughs> are good
0: uh what is your favorite kind of like scene he's in <laughs> it can't the, be any scene. Yeah. not like songs, it's like.
1: basically most of the episode where he meets a small civilization so it mean. starts with him just like opening the rock and yeah. seeing them, then they advance, get the really laser cannons, and then he just ends up squishing them. But some of them do survive, so yeah.
0: By the way, we did a series review on I Am Groot a few months ago, go check that out. My favourite scene, it's close, between, so Ollie's quote, when he's pressing the buttons and rockets like, no, <laughs> and also when... He, when him and, when Rocket and Yondu are telling him what to get, he gets a severed toe or a, f- a few other things. It yeah, does. I like that scene.
1: My favourite song with him in is when he's dancing to Mr. Blue Sky at Moustache Garden, which is actually Volume 2. Is
0: that, I don't know if that's my favourite, but I also do like when he comes a little bit closer when he's chasing the guy and he's
1: like Yeah, and then he does actually choke play him off the really, edge. Yeah. yeah, that's quite funny. But yeah. <laughs> Basically for this trailer review, it's got quite a few scenes, this trailer has quite a few scenes we already know, so we'll just be going over some things which stood out Mm -hmm. to us. The first thing I want to say is that in this trailer we see, well it focuses a bit more on Gamora because of the other trailer did. After showing the Marvel Studios logo, it shows their new ship emerging like through either a jump point or some cloudy nebula onto, and they seem to be looking at Earth, and Peter has a shocked expression, but I think it's because, I think the planet's actually half-world or counter-Earth, whatever it's going to be called, and that Peter wasn't expecting to see an Earth, which is very, well, it's, it's identical to Earth.
0: Soon after, we see the letters and numbers 8, 9, P, 1, 3 being kind of engraved or carved or written into some thing. These numbers, like, associate kind of Rocket because that's his number. And in Gotka 1, when they get arrested by the Zandarians, like the Zandarians. Nova Corps, Zandarians, maybe, Nova Corps, uh, it obviously shows where they originate from. So it says he was made from illegal genetic and cybernetic experiments, we see Lila's name under his associates, and it also says that he originates from Halfworld. Soon after that, we see, we see, like, Rocket's eye, and in the reflection, we can see the high evolutionary and, like, another kind of scientist person, and that seems to be when he's being experimented on.
1: Directly after that, we see uh, Groot, but the main thing I need to focus on in that screen is in the top left, you see what looks like an MRI or body scan of Rocket, and the vitals or whatever it is flashing red, so I think that kind of confirms that Rocket is going to die, and because also we look sad and the scene, but yeah, so I think Rocket's definitely going to die, and Rocket is explaining, like, in the voiceover, Rocket's explaining about the High Revolutionary, his motives, and how he doesn't want to make him, things better, he just hates them how they are, or something like that.
0: Then we see, like, Nebula walking down nowhere and we can see that her new arm can kind of, like, change really into any weapon she wants, which I find pretty amazing. I
1: think that it's just a glowing hot molten kind of sword thing, but it might have more uses. Yeah. The song playing in the background is Since You've Been Gone, which also further suggests something of looking to the past and friends, but also a possibility of people dying. We see Rocket and Groot walking into a place. Not Rocket and Groot. I mean, yeah, Peter and Groot walking into a place, and I think that's the the same one where they fight uh, all the scientists and stuff later and then jump out the window. And I think it's, uh, like, the High Evolutionaries thrown them, in a way, in what seems to be his big floating base thing. Jack says a kind of touching line, and we see what looks like and then, we just see what it looks like the Abalas from Ganswick, actually two, chasing people down the long hallway. But also, we see the high evolutionary without all his cybernetic enhancements. So that's probably in the past when he experimented on. Rocket, or if we, or if we had snippets of his backstory in the movie.
0: Straight after, we see Adam Warlock, Warlock, <laughs> Warlock flying through. A place which I'm pretty confident is half world. Yeah,
1: we'll we like saw them. That and right possible. after that
0: we see Gamora carrying an either dead or unconscious rocket.
1: I think unconscious. Yeah, I'm to guessing on.
0: onto the like ship. New ship. And that makes me think Adam Warlock like was the one who injured him.
1: Yeah. Or I think they could be rescuing him from the high evolutionary. Possibly. Or and then the high uh, evolutionary sent Adam yeah. Warlock to stop them and then he chases them to nowhere or something. And talking about Adam Warlock on Nowhere, we see him getting squished by Groot. A bit later, we see Cosmo just on Nowhere, and I'm happy that she's returning in the comics, Cosmo's a boy, but in the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, and just the MCU, she's a girl.
0: Then we see basically all the Guardians, from what I can tell, Mm -hmm. fight a few of them at least, Peter, Groot, and Rocket at least fighting like i don't know what they're fighting but fighting on uh what i think is a higher evolutionary ship because you can see lots of kind of dead robots or hi- cybernetic parts oh,
1: like red and gray color scheme. yeah
0: and also in the bottom right of the screen if you pause it at the right time you can see the creature which Gam- which we see with gomora and peter earlier on and this makes me think it's probably just gonna die because that'd be good for the movie
1: we see Drax throwing, well, inside the fleshy thing, which is, like, I think is what the white place is. Throwing a guy into a wall and cheering. But behind him, if you look carefully, you'll see a guy in a pale spacesuit thing with a big gun, which he levels at Drax. And currently, Drax has no injury on in his chest, I think, but, like, Drax will, in that scene, then turn around and then get blasted in the chest. That's how he'll have the wound in his the grey kind of spatches in spacesuits and be wounded like we see later on in the trailer and in the first trailer. We see the High Evolutionary kind of hovering on meditating, which is probably using some sort of technology down a hallway. And yeah, it just shows that he can fly to some extent.
0: Then we see some of the Guardians, Drax, Nebula, Mantis and Gamora, standing in a place which could be nowhere. This makes me think that Rocket might be dead or before they find him or rescue him or whatever because in a lot of other parts in the trailer and in the earlier first trailer, we see uh, Peter and Groot together.
1: Also in this scene, they seem to be quite dirty, which suggests it's just after a battle or something. So, yeah. And right at the end, we just, like in the first trailer, we get a funny scene, but this time, it's between Gamora of nebula and peter and is in an elevator which we see them well i think it's in an elevator which we see them in earlier in the trailer and yeah so that's the trailer
0: thank you for listening to the daily bugle podcast and please be sure to hit that subscribe button and ring that bell to receive notifications of our most recent posts
1: Our next episode will probably be a character review of both Jax and Mantis. That's all for today, true believers. Try again.
0: I'm
1: good. I'm good. I'm good. No, that's what we just said. How is this even possible?